How about it? That's definitely the walk off music, not the walk up music for me. How about another round of applause for not just this panel, but all of the amazing women that spoke today? Would you also thank this event? It's the first one the Chamber's ever done. It was the brainchild. Tickets were sold, sponsorships, event was coordinated, even the logo was designed all by the amazing women that work at the Georgia Chamber of Commerce. Will you thank them? <laughs> all back here in the back. Nice. Do you think that uh, we should do this again next year? Yeah. Yeah. Tasha, Tasha asked me outside, she says, you think they want to come back next year? And I said, I, I bet they do. Uh, so listen, it's a little intimidating to be the only, I think, where's my men in the room? There are three of us. <laughs> I feel like I wandered into my wife's wine club. <laughs> but y'all let me stay today <laughs> versus the wine club. So I, listen, uh, Tasha asked me to kind of wrap it up today, and I was normally going to give you this you know, huge long speech. But instead, after what I listened to today and heard what y'all were talking about, I actually want to leave you with three challenges. So get out your notebook. That's why we gave these to you. You thought they were just there to look at, right? No. So let me show you just a couple of quick data points to frame up these issues. So we talked a lot today about women in the workforce, right? We've got a little issue y'all might have noticed amongst your peers. So since 1998-2000, we've lost about 10% of the workforce. People have decided not to come back to work. But really after COVID, we lost about 5 million Americans that were working pre-COVID that aren't working today. 3 million of them are women. Y'all know why they're not working today? Childcare, senior care, right. Some of them are working part-time, some of them are keeping them. We have 10,000 childcare openings in Georgia today. 10,000. And you guys don't let your kids free range like when we were growing up, right? You have to... <laughs> Just be home by 10, okay, go have lunch at somebody's house. We don't get to do that anymore. So one of the things I would like to ask you today is to help us think about the policies that we need to advocate at the Georgia Chamber on your behalf to help women come, that want to come back into the workforce. We can sit around with a bunch of male legislators and think about that all day, but I'd much rather get your ideas and concepts. Got it? That's the first challenge. Second challenge is the other part of this slide. So since 2000, since that COVID pandemic, these are the industry sectors that have lost the most number of employees. Healthcare, tourism, manufacturing, government, education, and social services. When I look at healthcare, government, education, or when I look at yeah, healthcare, education, and social services, is there anything that you think those three have in common? Stress. <laughs> you, you jumped way ahead of me. I appreciate that. Those are three sectors dominated by women. Right? And so what's happened with health care? We've treated nurses horribly. And I literally had a nurse the other day said that she was working now at Chick-fil-A, making more money, and she actually sees her kids now. And then nobody yells at her, because everybody's happy when you go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that was easy. Education, 
It's a crisis point. Of the 50 teachers of the year in the United States in 20, I think it was 17, only two are still teaching today. The research shows that that's because of burnout and stress. A, from the children who don't respect them, who attack them, and two, from the parents who don't respect them and attack them. We have the same discussion about social services, too. Now, I've been having this conversation with business leaders and educators across the state for the last year and a half, and it's occurred to me that those three sectors dominated by women, we've lost our ability or the public has lost the ability to understand and respect those professions. We need to have a change of course. And I ask you today as a second challenge, how do we change the narrative on those, these three and other industry sectors dominated by women so it's the same respect, the same dignity that we treat, treat other professions with? Y'all with me? Y'all help us with that? How do we how do we do that? And then the other thing I want to come back to. We talked about this many many times today. I want you to look. I usually unpack this whole slide. I'm not going to bore you with it today. But look at 2025. Something interesting happens by 2025 in Georgia. The workforce goes through a generational change, and it becomes the most diverse workforce in the history of the state of Georgia. Millennials, where are my millennials in the room? Raise your hand, be proud. What, four of y'all? Uh, there's more. 41% of the workforce will be millennials. 30% will be Gen Z. And I know I've got my Gen Z table back here in the back from Georgia College. 31% will be black, 20% Hispanic, 12.5% immigrants. That really should be at least a 15 to 16% if we could fix federal immigration laws. But what's amazing is this, 58% of the workforce will be women. 58% of the eligible workforce in Georgia, and y'all, that number is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And so part of this discussion today, we heard it over and over again, was about this idea of mentorship, sponsorship, right? Here's my last slide for you. These are the skills that businesses tell us are most in demand for the next 10 to 15 years. Now, women, by nature, are going to be better at some of these, but are we exposing our young women coming into the workforce to make sure that they've got these skill sets? I would argue with you that in the current K through 12 system, they get short, short shifted on some of these skills development that they need. So the best way to make up for that is for you to mentor and sponsor young women and make sure that, I know you're looking at this list and say, well, there's about 15 others that women have in particular. How are they going to learn that? And I'll leave you with these two quick stories of a conversation I had. When I was, about 20 years ago, I hired a young woman right out of college. She came to work for our organization. Um, we put her working with another group of women. She was kind of the next generation. And I went on the road for two weeks, came back, and her boss was the first meeting I had that morning. And she says, you got to do something about this young lady. I said, what, is she not doing a good job? She said, no, no, her, her work is great. I said, well, then what's the issue? She goes, she doesn't know how to dress. I said, I, I don't understand. <laughs> she goes, well, one day she comes in and looks like she's going to church, and the next day she comes in and looks like she went to the club. And I thought, well, maybe she was. I, I didn't know. And I told her boss, who was another female, actually another woman of color, female, I said, we should have that conversation with her. She goes, no, no, I'm not talking to another woman about how she dresses. 
I said, okay. So I did. And that young woman sat in my office. She goes, thank goodness you're telling me this. She goes, no woman in my family has ever worked in an office. And my mom said, well, just dress like you're going to church. And she said, and my sister said, well, just dress like you're going out at night. (laughs) So she did. (laughs) Just wasn't quite where we were. And I said, well, didn't you, in the last two weeks, haven't you looked at how the other women in the office dress? And she said, Chris, they're all like 65 years old. (laughs) That was fair, too. (laughs) And so we found her a mentor in another department that was close to her age that took her shopping. And now she's a rock star in her own right, but those women weren't willing to invest in her. And I shared that story recently with my friend and mentor, Shan Cooper. And if y'all don't know Shan, you should. She's an incredible, incredible woman. And, she, and we, were, she, we were relating the story of sponsorship and mentorship to her. And she said, well, Chris, think about how she felt at 21 years old. She goes, it's kind of how I felt being the only woman of color on the executive floor of a Fortune 500 company. There's nobody else there to talk to. There's nobody to get your back. There's nobody to look out for you. And she said, it's incumbent upon me and my generation to find those young women of promise or just that are looking for some hope and pull them under our wing and walk them forward. And she said, because that's how I got here, and I got to help the next generation. So as the president of Albany State said this morning, there's, a, there's many of you think that you're too young to give back and have an influence, but I guarantee you there's an 18-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old that's already looking up to you, and you can change their trajectory, you can help them with these skills, and you can make it a lot easier for them in the long term. So that's the third challenge that I've given for you today. So I hope you wrote that down. Find someone, that next generation of women leaders, and bring them here next year when we have that event. Cool? So uh, you guys, it's been such a blessing to have you here today. We're so blessed to have you with us. On this workforce development issue, If this is something you're passionate about, Monday at Georgia Tech, we're going to have an all-day session called The Future of Talent. There's a few tickets still available. You can go to gachamber.com slash events. Uh, The chancellor of the university system is going to be with us. The commissioner of the Georgia Department of uh, Technical College is going to be with us. The state school superintendent is going to be with us. Business executives from all over Georgia. Educators from all over Georgia. uh, Superintendents all over Georgia. We're talking about how to fix some of these big, big issues. And if you, we'd love to have your feedback, your input, and for you to be part of that room on Monday. Cool? Thank you all for being with us. Be safe going back home. Please thank the chamber staff on the way out. God bless. We're adjourned. <laughs>